What's up? What's up? It's your boy K Steel. Welcome to Words of Wisdom. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody that is tuning in, leaving comments in my DMs, um, that constructive criticism helping me grow um, on this platform of podcasting. But let's just go ahead and dive right in. Today, I just want to start off with some questions. I may be asking questions throughout the podcast, but let's start off with some questions. How much skin do you have in the game? Like, are you really invested in yourself like you say you are? Do you are you a person that practice what you preach or do you just like to hear yourself talk? I remember for a long time. I was a person who just loved to hear myself talk and it showed because there were times when I could be in a conversation and I couldn't wait to say something. And, it, and, and it's almost like. Even though I was present, I wasn't really present on what the other person was saying or other people were saying. I was just ready to talk just to hear myself talk. And it took like someone like a, a close friend of my mother to kind of point that out. I was like, "King, you just rambling, like give somebody else some time to talk. And I was like, huh? And at first it, it kind of threw me off. And I was like, what do you mean? But, you know, through some time and maturity, I realized that a lot of times in, in previous conversations, I would just kind of sit around and be like, OK, I'm present because I can regurgitate the whole conversation that the person was saying. But it was almost like I could not wait to uh, start talking afterwards. It's almost like when you're in a relationship and you and your spouse or you and your girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever's you know listening. You guys are uh, going back and forth in conversation or dialogue and you're not really listening to that other person. You just you just waiting. So because you, you have a rebuttal or you you have a reaction versus a response. You're not actively listening. And so I used to be that person. Um, never malice in my intent. But it's just the fact that, like, I felt like at one point, like my words matter, I think, because and before I, you know, dive into the stuff I want to dive into, you know, just a sidebar. I remember um, going to counseling one time and, and this counseling was to like kind of help me. This is later in life, um, just going through my my uh, relationship situation. And um, they pointed out some things in me. They were just like, OK, you know, what is it about you that you need to change? Like and I was looking and thinking about that and uh what are some things that you have done, some accountability about you? And I was like, man, I need to listen more. Even though I felt like I was a great listener, I felt because when I when I grew up in a household where, where you're told to be seen and not heard, I felt like I had no voice. Like I didn't have much to say, even though I had like my voice or, or my words had value. But when you're when you grow up in a certain type of household and your parents, you know, they're like, no, <laughs> you need to be seen and not heard. It made me feel like I didn't have a voice like I my words didn't have any power that I didn't. You know, it is very different for everybody. But I know for me, it was a hard thing. So I felt like I think it almost conditioned me to always want to talk sometimes to the point of almost over talking people and that's not good so now i'm better at listening so 
sometimes, sure, I like to hear myself talk because this is my passion. This is what I love to do. But through some time and some maturity, um, now it's easier for me to listen to others. So I just won't have a rebuttal just just to have one. You know what I mean? Um, are you a person that, you know, have a serious problem with laziness, and procrastination? You know, I start this thing off with a lot of questions because I, I think sometimes we are not as transparent as we need to be. Right. We need to be a little bit more transparent with ourselves. You know, I heard somewhere that your greatest enemy and I believe this. Your greatest enemy or my greatest enemy is the one that's looking back at me right in the mirror today through that uh, drive through or <laughs> rearview mirror. That one that's staring back at me in the bathroom. The one that's hanging on my room door. My biggest and greatest enemy or our greatest enemies are the ones that staring right back at us. We are our greatest competition and sometimes we fail to realize that. When are you going to start asking yourself the tough questions? Let's 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 dive into six questions that help me start my morning. Number 1. What am I thankful for? I feel like this really sets the mood for your whole day. I really thank God for just uh, just waking up because you know, just on Facebook, you know, one of my friends, man, um, he was saying uh, he was sharing how he thought he was like self-diagnosing. Right. And one of my friends uh, recently. And, and I've definitely been praying for this brother had said that he was trying to self-diagnose. He thought it was just like a gum infection in his mouth. And so he waste, waited some time and um he took this picture from his hospital bed and he he let us you know know what was going on and you never know what people are going through right and so it was crazy because he was self-diagnosing and uh when he finally decided to go to the doctor he found out he had stage four cancer in his throat and he showed a picture to the side of his throat. And that hurt my heart to see something like that. So I'm going to tell you something. When you're in this negative space, trust and believe you got something to be thankful for. Trust and believe. My god sister didn't even know she was going through something. Posted uh and I haven't seen her in a while. Her and her hubby loved them to life both of them. They uh uh you know, they moved to uh, Texas. So don't, so we don't get to talk too often. But she put on uh, Facebook, you know, how grateful she was. And a lot of us didn't know she was cancer free the other day. Had no idea about my God sister going through cancer, man. So when you're sitting in this down and negative and dark space, I just want you to start your day. Was well, something to be thankful for, even if you only got like five things. I'm breathing. I can go to the bathroom on my own. I don't need a, uh, 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 what do you call that thing? A uh, decapitor? What? I don't know what that thing is called. I can, I got food in my fridge. It might not be fil filet me on, but I got a fridge or a, a 
full of bologna in a, in a cabinet for I ain't ate bologna in years. Lord, where did that come from? <laughs> or a cabinet full of top ramen and rice. What am I thankful for? I remember the season, oh man, not to go too far off because I got a couple other questions for you. I remember a season where I was, um, I took over a friend's, uh, man, I felt like this friend really did me kind of, you know, kind of, kind of scandalous a little bit, but, um, there, there was a real, real good friend of mine back in the days and I was, you know, kind of knee deep in child support. I was getting my kids every weekend, um, knee deep in child support. Uh, uh, my old school, I had an old school, real nice old school car. If y'all was wondering, it was a 1970, what was my 72? Yeah, it was a 19, uh, yeah, that old school was a 1972 Cutlass. It was primer gray with the, with the, I don't want to get too much into that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know about old schools. The, uh, uh, you had the red ostrich leather, two-tone with the charcoal gray, uh, interior. Oh man. Yeah. I thought I was doing something, but I remember at the season I was getting all my interior done. I took everything out of the car. Right. And, uh, so I needed another vehicle and my boy was about to lose his truck. He had an SUV. Um, and he had told me I should have asked to see the paperwork, but you know, I was just doing something on good faith. I told my boy, I said, man, I need another vehicle. Um, what your notes like so he told me his notes they were astronomical they was ridiculous like 800 some dollars because his credit was jacked he said and because i'm thinking this is like my best friend my partner he wouldn't you know do me kind of scandalous so i'm paying that and the insurance and i had already kind of knew lightweight what his finances were but i was like you know what i've experienced a repo early in life let me help you at least um get you some months in and if I take over the payments, I take over the payments. If not, let me at least help you not um, lose this vehicle. So what happened was I paid um, a couple of months and I ain't going to say what the notes were. They were just retarded. I paid a couple of months uh, for my boy. Yes, it was a very nice SUV, but it also helped me, you know, get my kids for the weekend and I didn't have to try to put them in my old school or whatnot. And I remember um, this is all the stuff that I'm, you know, I'm still in the first question. What am I thankful for? And so what happened was I got kind of curious. I was like, hey, what's up with your uh, let me see some paperwork. And I start asking questions. And as I start asking questions, all of a sudden he's like, hey, I'm going to need the truck back. And, I, and he never showed me that paperwork. So I think, honestly, he he really this is just kind of what was in my heart. He really was uh getting over on me because of my kind heart to really help him and that was just a lesson learned i didn't i didn't lose my friendship because i didn't um because about the money and i was like you know what i squashed it i didn't ask for no money back um because he he kind of knew and i felt that every time i brought that up i felt that that he wasn't being uh, forthcoming with me about the car note or the insurance because he refused to show me because if you do something like that for somebody, they'll be like, oh, yeah, here it is. So I'm thankful that I got out of that situation within the first couple of months. OK, what are you thankful for? Number two, uh, what do I desire to accomplish today? Do I even have a goal? List? Like, what am I? You know, what do I desire to accomplish today? Very simple. 
you can't sit and waste time on all the things that you didn't accomplish from last week, yesterday, last year, five years ago. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know what I mean? I heard Les Brown say something and I was like, ooh, I thought that was good. He talked about, he says, um, wannabe honeys, I mean, wannabes don't make no honey. I said, what? Wannabes don't make no honey. So what do I desire to accomplish today? And uh, number three, what can I do different today to push myself toward my goals? That's if I even have a goal list, right? What can I do different today to push me toward my goals? Do I really, uh, uh, number, what's this, number four, five? Um, do I really believe what I say I can do? Do I really believe what I say, what I'm saying, like over myself, what I can really do? And if not, am I willing to change some things? So am I willing to ask myself those tough questions? So how much skin do you have in a game? Are you a person that practice what you preach, right? You hear me repeating these things because it needs to get in your heart. It needs to get in your spirit. And why do I ask so many questions? Well, I mean, I ask so many questions because I ask them to myself first before I share them with anybody. This is something that I do um, almost every day. One thing that I've learned uh, over these years is that you like you have to ask yourself those tough questions. And sometimes it might break you down and cry sometimes because sometimes you got to be real truthful about like your relationships, your finances. Sometimes you got to get to your lowest low before you realize that some things, you know, need to change. You have to. And sometimes you won't get there unless you ask yourself those tough um, questions, right? You will never reach your greatest potential if you're not willing to be transparent. I remember I'm saying these things, you know, I remember things about myself as I'm saying these things to you. I feel like I've wasted a lot of time uh, making excuses. And... Uh, it's just just so unnecessary. <laughs> it's so unhelpful when you're making all these excuses over yourself. You know, I was the king of excuse for many, many years. And then I realized something. I start changing one habit at a time. Like I listened to a lot of motivational speaking. And it did something for me. What it did was it helped me realize that I was doing myself a disservice. And sometimes I had to do that. You know, just to make sure like wherever my life was going, some days I wake up in a funk. Some days you don't wake up super optimistic. Some days you're looking at your situation. You might live in a one room shack. You might live in a big old house and you're lonely. But I, I think I started by just changing one thing about myself. And I and I realized like doing that, I said, oh, man, I like how that feel. That's one accomplishment. If all these other things have failed me. What's one thing that I can break against this uh, 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 cycle, right, of procrastination and laziness? So I would listen to my motivational tapes. And one of the things that I do, I get up very, very early in most mornings, pretty, pretty consistent. 
most mornings. And it'd be like sometimes two and three in the morning. But I heard somewhere, you know, through enough motivational tapes and just the feeling for myself, you get more done first thing in the morning. Now, a lot of people aren't early morning people. Some of y'all, y'all get up super, you know, super late and y'all can knock things out. Y'all can probably write a whole book before morning. But I'm a morning person, so I need, you know, that morning to get things done. And I realized by getting up early in the morning, I had a jump start on the rest of the world or, you know, this region anyway, uh, three or four hours ahead of everybody else. So by one or two o'clock, sometimes I would already be done with my day and I can enjoy the rest of my day. <sighs> this has been pretty good so far. I'm asking you all a lot of questions, but it's helping me see a lot of, you know, things in me that I, I still need to change. I think that, um, we have to, when we look in the mirror and see the things that we need to change about us, I think we should write it down sometimes because sometimes you don't really know what's in your head. Sometimes you don't even know what questions to ask um, until you write it down. I remember I was doing a, uh, somebody told me, hey, Ken, do some some free writing. And I was like, what is that? Some witchcrafty stuff? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? And it was like, no, no, no. Uh, sometimes you don't know what's in your heart until you write it down and free writing is like you don't have an agenda you have a notebook and it's almost like you clear your mind you know uh, whatever steps you need to take to kind of clear your mind is it breathing exercises is it sitting in a quiet room is it listening to some like instrumental jazz music but i remember just laying in the bed one time and i said oh let me do this this technique and i was just trying to see what was on my heart and I remember uh, I, I pulled out the notebook and the pen and I started writing things from my childhood that I didn't even know I was thinking about. And I only wrote for they was like, Ken, write for like two minutes and then stop writing. Or was it two minutes? Yeah, it was like like two to three minutes and stop. Because it was like after a while, your brain gets to start formatting it on how you want this, the the the. Uh, whatever those thoughts are to be formatted. So it helped me bring out some things. And I was like, wow, I did not know I was dealing with that. And it was almost like not struggling with it, but I didn't know I was dealing with those things. So how much skin do you have in the game? And are you willing to really change some things to make yourself better? What one or two things are you willing to change just today? If you can't think of a whole bunch of stuff and listen, some of this information may be new. Some of it may be repetitive. But listen, you may not be motivated today to do this, but you got to make a change sometime. You got to have enough drive and determination often enough that you can start seeing some results. You got to start driving yourself because sometimes you're not going to have people around you to push you to do better. You may not have access to a phone or a motivational quote or a motivational video video to help you get to something great. So listen, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, right? But I really feel like a lot of us are living the status quo and we really need to do something different. So before I leave you, listen, let's change some things. Let's be more consistent in um, asking ourselves the right and the tough questions. Let's be a little bit more disciplined in our thinking. You know, take 30 minutes a day to start building new habits. 
right? This is K Steel, words of wisdom. Um, you can reach me on Kendrick Steel on uh, uh, Facebook, like Standing Still. You can reach me on uh, Instagram, Creative Ambition. Creative ambition is ambition means desire. And sometimes you have to create the desire. Even when you don't feel like it. <laughs> All right. Thank you all for staying with me. I'll talk to you all soon. Peace out.